hello, 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 and welcome back to an all-new episode, another week, and another episode of Be Able to Fall Apart Process and Be a Bad Beach. Um, so it's currently Friday the 10th of March. I've been working a lot this week. I had an exciting trip to um, the Urgent Treatment Centre, which is delightful. Um, so basically... On Monday, I went for my recall, not that, I went for my um, checkup with my mental health team that I'm with. I'm sorry, I just adjusted in my seat. Um, And basically, I get a lot of physical symptoms from anxiety. um, And I have been getting like heart palpitations, a bit of chest pain, a bit of breathlessness. And to be honest, I've had it before and it's been my anxiety. So I just sort of shrugged it off and was like, yeah, it's fine. I'll just, I'll just breathe and I'm just a bit stressed. Uh, But my um, carer was like, my mental health carer, she was like, Hannah, it's your chest and it's your heart. It shouldn't be happening. Go to the doctors. So I was like, fine. Because I try and avoid the doctors because I just, I just don't really like going and it's never a fun experience and... I was just sort of like, you know, it's probably just stress, so it's fine. Anyway, so went to, well, no, I then contacted my doctors and then they were like, okay, you need to go to A&E. And I was like, what? And they were like, because it's your heart and your chest and you're having the palpitations, you need to go to A&E. And I was like, but can I, can I go a different day? Can I not see you? And they were like, no, you need to go today. And I was like, I have theatre tickets booked. How do you know you're a theatre kid without that I have to go to the theatre still so I still went to the theatre and then I was like oh I'll just go after the theatre because then it'll be quiet uh I ended up going Tuesday morning supposed to be in the office for my agency um however they let me head off to there and I'm now with the cardiologist specialist and currently at this right moment have a wonderful very sexy very fashionable ECG with a little bag heart monitor attached to my body as we speak. So um, yeah, I've still got a bit of like a chest flutter at the minute. Um, it's not as bad as it has been. So yeah, all chill and excited to do this podcast. Hope you've all had a great week. I've had a pretty good week. Um, so other than what I've just told you, lol, that happened. Um, but let's start off with Monday. So Monday... I finally got to go and see my sons are queer but what can you do and oh my god is it amazing me and my friend Sophie we managed to get um rush tickets I'm a I'm a big lover of rush tickets 25 pounds boom great seats as well and oh my goodness it was one person show by the wonderful Rob Madge who people may know from TikTok, they, as a kid, would turn their living room into Disneyland. And, oh my goodness, the videos are brilliant. And this show was absolutely brilliant. A one-person show, like, for an hour and, like, 15. They kept, like, my attention for the whole time and as a dyslexic person I do sort of lose focus but I really didn't it was honestly amazing I totally recommend going 
and I think it's absolutely beautiful to hear their story. So basically the show is about when they were younger and how even though they were born male they would want to dress up as like Belle and Ariel and all the princesses but they would go to like a, a shop and there'd be two choices girls or boys pink or blue and I do relate to that because when I when I was younger it was the same for me like pink or blue I was never a girl that like really wanted to wear pink and I also like didn't really dress very girly I also never wanted to dress up as a princess I mainly I remember I had like a Sully costume from Monsters Inc god I love Monsters Inc and I had like an Incredibles outfit I always wanted to be not the superheroes but not the princesses like the bit in between like the fun characters so yeah this show was absolutely brilliant I laughed so much but then I also like cried and not many things make me cry um but this show was truly beautiful because Rob Madge has clearly when growing up wanted to you know dress as princesses wear different like colors that weren't associated with young boys at the time and was also really heavily pushed to do sports that were for men not men boys for like football and things like that and they just didn't enjoy it they wanted to be on the stage they wanted to perform they wanted to create imaginary scenarios and stories and oh and they also got told by their teacher that their faces were too dramatic towards the other students and that's why they didn't make any friends and I'm like what like as a teacher as well I can't ever imagine saying your face is too dramatic yeah it's do you know what it's really created an interesting conversation because it's really made me overlook like teaching so teaching wise I've had quite a few conversations with students from the age of, let's say, uh, 14 to about 16. So where they're like finding themselves out. And I have one student in particular who was born male, comes to performing arts classes, and did mention that they love playing with dolls, but their dad doesn't let them. And I'm like, that's, that's so... I know it's different and each person has different parenting like skills and stuff like that and how they want to teach their kids but I can't imagine telling your child not to play with a toy I feel like as a teacher I'm constantly my main goal yeah it's to teach them performing arts but actually my main goal is to let them be who they are and have fun so yeah it's a really interesting conversation because I think all teachers sort of need to look like open that and not assume you know this kid's a boy so they like superheroes I often I'm like so what do you like because as a girl when I was younger I didn't necessarily just like the princesses I mean Belle was a good favorite of mine um but generally I preferred Monsters Inc I preferred Toy Story like They were my favourites. I even remember, so when I was younger, I went to a local dance school and 
they would do it. So we did dance shows every year, like at the the Palace Theatre, and it was great. And this year, so we were a whole class of girls, and then there was one boy, um, he was older than me, and we I think we were about probably like fourteen, fifteen at this time. And I remember it was the time when Michael Bublé was like, hello and fresh and singing all his songs. And he did come fly with me. Let's fly, let's fly away. And the dance teacher was like, okay, we're going to do a tap routine to this song. And you girls are all going to be air hostesses. And the guy is going to be the pilot. And I was like, but I don't want to be an air hostess. Because I had a thing as a kid where I was like, if that's what everyone else is doing, then I don't want to do it. I like, I don't know why, but I have this thing where I like to be unique. I don't like to follow the trends. I like to be my own person, do what I want to do. So I requested to be the aeroplane. And my mum sews, she's a brilliant sewer. And she sewed me an aeroplane costume I kid you not everybody else was there looking absolutely lovely as the um air hostesses we had the pilot then me as the aeroplane as in I'm talking like a white morph suit with padding and I had wings it was honestly I hope I've still got that costume because honestly it was incredible my mum is absolutely brilliant at sewing and she she really does turn it out for me bless her that being said, there was also the time when we was another dance show again and we were doing the finale to I thought love was more or less a giving thing. That song, the one everyone knows from Shrek. Shrek, you're up there as an elite film, a top tier film. Um, and yeah, so we did that song and the whole point was everybody was going to be Disney princesses. And I was like, hold on, I don't want to be a princess. If everybody else is being a princess, again, the thing of me just not wanting to do what everyone else does. I was like, I want to be Miss Incredible because I really loved Miss Incredible. So there I was, everyone else was there dressed as princesses and there's me, Miss Incredible. And you know what? My mum, again, my mum made that outfit, absolute queen. I still have that outfit. And it's very reusable. I can bring it out whenever I want. Halloween, boom, done. And also, Incredibles, what a cracking film. If you don't love The Incredibles, then please stop listening to this podcast. um, Because I think it's amazing. And Incredibles 2, absolutely cracking. One of my housemates actually watched Incredibles 2 the other day and I was like, God, it's so good. I just love it. And I actually fancy Frozone. So um, if anyone listening to this is a real life Frozone, please slide into my DMs. Oh, bitch. So talking more about what this show represented. And it really made me think, actually, about how I really did come from a home with my parents, obviously with my parents, where but where my parents didn't necessarily show gender roles. So sometimes, obviously some people still think the old-fashioned way, which is women 
make the babies, stay at home, men go out and make the money. Nah, honey. Um, that's that really wasn't what it was like at my house either. And I do a lot of things. Again, I don't see them as gender. I don't see any job as like a gendered role. I just do it. Um, so like when I was younger, I did scouts. I, so I did like beavers, cubs and scouts. So I was constantly around like the male species, as you could say. And yeah, doing things. So doing outdoor activities, doing like wall climbing, doing like abseiling and all sorts, just absolutely everything outdoor and camping, all of that. So and my mum was actually a scout leader as well. So again, my mum was showing, like, it. it's not a gender thing. It's if you want to do it, you do it. That being said, I also went to dance classes. Um, but actually, so I, so I did dance classes and I also did golf. So if you know me, I used to compete for the county playing golf. Um so me and my brother so my brother's older and yeah both of us went to scouts both of us went to dance and both of us went to golf because even though it didn't matter what gender we were it was activities it was something to do it was skills it was building skills so yeah my parents were really good at just letting us do what we want to do and do what we love which was like the main part of this theatre production, My Sons Are Queer, What Can You Do? It's all about letting your children do what they love. And my dad always said that to me. He said, whatever you do as a job, make sure it's something you enjoy. He, he generally couldn't care what I do. Um, as long as it's something that I enjoy... And that's what he said, basically. And that's just what's motivated me. And again, at home, we didn't have the whole roles of mum cooks, dad does this. We had, like, dad would cook. Um, they would just both do the jobs. Like, it was never... I mean, my dad doesn't really do laundry. Um, but that's about it. Like, all the other stuff. And my mum was always so... Like, if we needed some furniture building she would do it if she needed one of the rooms needed painting she would do it as well like it really was a both person job and it was never about okay I'm the man you're the woman will do this it was whatever needs to be done which is how life should be really like if people are out there thinking that there's one job for a female and one for a male that's just not true like Unless you need the physical anatomy, like, you can do whatever job you want, you can do whatever you want, in the legal sense. But yeah, interesting conversation, and I'd love to know your thoughts on it. I think if you haven't seen the show, I think you should go and see it. It's absolutely amazing, um, and I think it's one of the best things in 2023 and everybody should see it oh bitch
So last week I had the episode with the owner CEO of Alpha's Canine Care and I've just got to update you on the sort of week that we've had when when you think working with dogs is going to be oh the serotonin which it is don't get me wrong there is a lot of serotonin and it does wonders for my mental health um because you go on walks so you're out in the fresh air you're getting exercise and then if you're in daycare, you get to cuddle other dogs. If you're on a walking unit, you're still with dogs and you get to just get more exercise and fresh air. So it's absolutely great. However, there are a few things that happen and you think, this is the end, <laughs> basically. So I'm sure one of my co-workers won't mind me saying. However, we were walking one of the dogs last week. Um, one of the dogs that he had hold of. And... We'd got to the park, we was walking in, and this is a bit gross, warning now, warning now. Um, and as they do, the dog was taking a shit, and bless, he was still like crouched, and then they like looked at us like, help, and <laughs> this is so gross, but there was like a, something hanging out, so my co-worker, with like, a poo bag on his hand, not with his actual hand, with it all covered so he didn't touch anything. Um, I had to help him, had to help the dog. So he pulled at what was hanging out and all I hear is, ooh, 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 ooh. and I'm like, what's going on? Turns out this poor dog has eaten a plastic bag which oh my goodness thank god he's okay but you know like a magician when they pull out like the scarves and it just keeps coming that's what happened with this plastic bag and my co-worker was absolutely disgusted horrified hating life and I generally I, I had to laugh because I was like it's a laugh or cry situation and I just I was mainly laughing at his reaction to the dog because bless the dog, he's okay. Um, But obviously it's not great for him. Um, Apparently the owners um, thought he'd eaten something. Um, So good job we know what it is now and he's okay. I just found my co-worker's reaction absolutely hilarious. And I think... When you're watching those situations, you do find it funny. If it was the other way around, I'd probably cry. <laughs> Another story for you. They are sort of all shit related. So Soz, if you hate shit stories, but they're just funny. Yeah, and you ha- Well, they're not funny, but you have to laugh at the situations because it's a laugh or cry, laugh or cry. So this morning, turning up to base and some of the dogs were staying over. So they stay overnight. And this poor dog, bless her. I hope she's okay because she had diarrhea. And she has quite a big tail. And she had the diarrhea, bless her. And then her tail, oh god, it's making me cringe thinking about it. Her tail, like, like what's even the word? Like, swooed? Swayed? I don't even know the word for it. Swooshed into said diarrhea and it splattered on the wall on the door it t- it was you name it it was there so 
there's a floor came out the steam mop came out it was very much disinfected and cleaned but you honestly can't write these stories <laughs> obviously working with dogs is amazing but some of the times this is what happens and it's the reality but is it still worth it absolutely oh bitch it's horoscope of the week time i feel like i've not done this in ages so here we go so march the 10th some rather bizarre news could come to you today about metaphysical or paranormal matters i mean i've had a heart scan and i currently have an ecg monitor on I, I'm not ready for heart problems. I hope it's just my anxiety and stress level. Lol. This isn't anything that affects you directly, but more likely concerns discoveries of anomalies. Now, I googled anomalies because I'm dyslexic and I didn't know what that word meant. Um, Still don't understand it. Still dyslexic. Still don't understand. You and others could find it fascinating and discuss it for hours. Don't be surprised if the theories that come up seem even more bizarre what you heard in the first place. You're, you have natural intuition and your gut is telling you something is not right. Eh? Eh? Um, what is my gut intuition at the minute? Um, do I need a break? Do I need to chill out? That's about it. We all need a break though, don't we? Just want a nice little bit of time off. Wish I was on holiday. My housemate's just come, just been in India and I'm so jealous. Maybe, maybe the world's telling me to book a holiday. That's what I need to do. You got this. Basically, we're all going to book a holiday. Oh, bitch! So this week we've had some interesting weather. However... Living in London and coming from up north, um, I don't think it's that bad. I really don't. Like my mum sent me a photo, and back home, they've got full-on snow, and I'm talking like a good three inches of snow, like fully covered, and like snow in London is just flakes, and it doesn't even settle. It's not snow. Um, so it's really interesting, like working down here, living down here, with people. That have always lived down here because to me when the weather is bad and it's cold is like the three inches of snow bad whereas where it is how it is right now like London's nine degrees and Mansfield is one degree like that just shows you the difference and I'm used to that one degree I'm used to it freezing I'm used to being a scout and we used to do this nest hike thing so in January, the fucking coldest fucking month, um, in January, we would do this nighttime hike and it'd be, I think it was 10 miles. Um, and they would ship you out, well, you'd go to Walesbury Forest and then they'd take you on a bus to a location and then you had a map and you had to figure out how to get to the base points where they'd feed you, give you hot drink, toilet, ETC, um, and then you'd have to figure your way back. Um, and we wouldn't finish till like 3am. Some people would get lost, so they'd have like radios. And, and this was before the time of phones, so you couldn't ring. It was like just all radios. So I remember my mum would be like, 
on the base um where the food is and stuff as a leader and like on the radio they'd be like we can't we've lost this team so then they'd send like search people out and then they'd just gone like one wrong way and then they get rescued but yeah i just think this weather's not cold guys go and live go and live up live live up north because it's a lot colder up there i must say oh bitch so we have reached the fall apart process and be a bad bitch section so falling apart how am i falling apart at the minute i'm going to talk about imposter syndrome now if you don't know what imposter syndrome is it's in like the best way i can describe it is you being hired to do a job that you can definitely do and you are more than capable of doing it but there is something inside you that makes you feel like you're not worthy enough of the job or that your co-workers may feel that you can't do the job just those sort of things basically so I'm going to talk about imposter syndrome um I do experience imposter syndrome um and I think it's such a weird subject in a way because the jobs I do all my I obviously work all my different freelance jobs and I'm very capable of doing all of them like they wouldn't have hired me if I couldn't do it this is the thing it's like your anxiety creeps in and goes you're not doing that right or they spoke to you that way because they don't think you can do it or they're annoyed with you and that's not the case like they're probably just thinking about other things everyone has so much else on their plate that week that that's just probably how they talk that day and when I think like that I'm like yeah we're all good but actually I do sense imposter syndrome and I think it's hard being a neurodiverse person with imposter syndrome because I do learn in different ways I do think in a different way um my brain processes information completely different and like obviously I teach so I teach differently because that's how my brain processes and I think it's really important in workplaces. I'm not at in any workplaces. This is not me doing that. This is my anxiety going, oh, they've, they're annoyed at you because you didn't put the coffee away. Like, that's like something. It's just my anxiety that creeps in. Um, but I think it's good to talk about. Um, yeah, so working as a teacher is hard sometimes as a neurodiverse person because I do teach differently. I I have to process things in informational order. So beginning, middle, end, beginning, part one, part two, part three, part four. I have to do that process because that's how my brain works. And I think it's important in any workplace to remember that not everybody thinks the same. We're all brought up in schools and we're all taught the same. I mean, it's getting better now, but, and this is why I wouldn't ever teach in a mainstream or private school because schools aren't made for everybody's learning capabilities they're made to you know sit exams and like people's brains don't work like that I always aced performing arts like four marks out of any exam but as soon as it came to like English or science where if I didn't have a teacher that could captivate me I 
I couldn't process the information. And that meant that I would chat because I'd be bored. So then I became like known as like a naughty one. And I'm like, I'm not a naughty kid. Like I'm actually really willing to learn. I'm a hard worker. I You just haven't got my attention and I don't learn in this way. So knowing that that happened to me when I'm now teaching, I'm really aware of not everybody's going to learn the same way as me. Um, and not everybody's going to teach the same way. Everybody is so different. And that's what it should be. It We shouldn't all be clones of each other working at one workplace. We shouldn't all be doing... We should all do the same job, yeah, and reach the same goal. But we should be doing it in a way, obviously, that's respectful and, you know, that works for us. And I think that's really important to remember. So... If you've ever experienced imposter syndrome or you're feeling it, just go back to the facts. This is what I have to do and go, okay, did they say if they had an issue, they would say something, you know, go back to the facts because the truth is if anyone has a problem, they do usually say anything. And also sometimes I've said something to someone. I'm like, oh, that sounded a bit sharp. I didn't mean it like that, but it's because my brain is so focused on other things. So, yeah, you just have to go pinch salt, pinch salt which is not so easy to do with anxiety because your brain just wants to overthink fucking everything. But you just have to chill leading on to the process, the chill bit, like go over the facts, go over when, when was a time you knew that you'd done something wrong and you were spoken to, not, not even done something wrong. That's not what I mean. But again, my dyslexic brain isn't very good at communicating words sometimes. I'm better at communicating for a dance. Honestly, Maybe I should make this a dance podcast because then I'd be able to tell you what I actually mean. Um, But yeah, sometimes my brain doesn't think of the words. Um, Sometimes I might communicate to someone in a way and they might not understand because that's how my brain works and their brain works differently or they have a different meaning behind certain words. So yeah, just be open-minded. Go back to facts. Remember you're doing a great job. Remember to always achieve the same goal as your co-workers and remember that you were hired to do a good job and you are doing a good job. This is me telling myself at the same time. Lol. And being a bad bitch. So I finally, I've been after one for ages um, because I was waiting for a Tesco credit card to come through, but it hasn't. So, but it's fine, fine. Managed to sort it, and I've finally got myself a little Apple Watch. I love it. I love that you can check the photos change. I've got all like my top memories on there, so it's nice just looking down at your wrist and going, "Ah, oh, Oscar. Oh, when I went on holiday. Ah, oh, like there's so many little memories. I love it. I didn't know you could do so much on it. It's great. Really love it. Um. And obviously it'll be recording my health and my steps properly because I do a lot of steps. So I was like, I really want to know actually how much I do. So yeah, bad bitch getting a watch. Bad bitch watching Below Deck. Fuck me, I'm obsessed. So I was obsessed with Selling Sunset, but I've I've finished it all now Um, and I can't really watch it anymore. So I've moved on to Below Deck and oh my God, it's so motherfucking good. Um... It's so, like, bitchy. It's, I, it really captivates me. Like, some shows I'll watch, but then I'll, like, maybe go on my phone. I'm not a big person to go on my phone, by the way. 
um, if you know me, I get, I don't know why, I get like major anxiety around my phone about like replying to messages and I, I just, I get that much anxiety about it that I just put my phone away and for, and just go, if I don't think about it, then it it's not happening. So if you are ever my friend or whoever and I haven't replied to you, it's nothing to do with you. It's me and I'm just busy and then when I'm busy and I just want to chill, like I see replying to messages as a job and a chore and I just, it just stresses me out. So anyway, <laughs> but with Below Deck, so some programs I watch, I will literally go on my phone a bit, like not really though, like just sort of, I might have a ganders on the hinge, on the dating app, have a little swipe, uh, but usually I don't. And with Below Deck, oh my God, I'm just captivated. In fact, once I finish this, I'm going to get my pizza in and I'm going to sit and watch Below Deck, baby. If you've never watched it, I'd highly recommend. It's very good and very entertaining. So yeah, being a bad bitch is doing things you love. Getting things you love. My new Apple Watch, watching Below Deck, drinking my cherry Coke and just living my best life, basically. So yeah, that is the end of this week's podcast. I really hope that you're enjoying the podcast as we get on to another episode. I can't believe we're on episode 13. Please keep liking, please keep sharing, please keep following and listening. Let me know what you like, let me know what you don't like. And yeah, have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Peace out fall apart process and being a bad motherfucking bitch bye guys have a great week bad bitch